0: No Chance Radio Show, episode 104, and we are back. Matter of fact, I want to welcome you back, the listener. And if, you know, by the odd chance that it's your first time listening, I want to welcome you to the show. Now, the intention of today's episode is in no way, shape, or form meant to instill the feeling of sadness or any somber emotions, but rather, you know, to reflect and celebrate the memories of, I mean, for personally... A man who's influenced sports outside of just the sport of basketball, a pop culture icon, and a man whose name we claim whenever we put up any basket, Kobe Bryant, whose untimely passing took place last Sunday along with eight others, including his daughter, Gigi. Now, our hopes with today's episode is to not only celebrate the life of Kobe Bryant, but to quickly touch on the impact of sports. Not only within the world of streetwear and fashion, but within ourselves. You know, I think I can speak for everyone here at No Chance Radio, our personal love for not only the game of basketball, but I would say all of sport in general has crafted us into who we are today. And of course, this isn't something I can tackle alone. I don't do this podcast alone. I don't think you've ever listened to me speak on this podcast by myself. So you know I had to bring back my beloved co-hosts and friends, who shall introduce their damn selves
1: what's up y'all it's p again what's
0: up everybody it's nate now the passing of kobe Bryant affected millions of people's lives not only just in los angeles even though it's mostly focused there but you know all over the world ourselves included and obviously in different ways but you know how have the last few days been for you guys the people around you Things have been feeling kind of off. I definitely
1: have a couple homies who absolutely like just adore what Kobe Bryant has done and just who he is as a person. So I definitely reached out to a couple of them and just like just made myself available if they wanted someone to talk to or even just like hang out with just to have, you know, just to make them feel like they're not alone. Because although it's like, yeah, you've you've probably never met him before, but you feel like you have like he is a friend and he does feel like like all of the stuff that he's done for the community like it really does feel like he is talking to you and not everyone and I definitely have a couple friends who felt like that so I've just reached out to them made sure they're doing okay you know
0: and for you Nate like being one of the only Laker stands that I personally know how's that been for you personally you know like how was it growing up as a Laker fan
2: I mean, it it really started off with my brother and my dad. Um, Ever since I can remember, they've both been Laker fans. So, growing up, uh, as far as I can remember, you know, it was always watching the Lakers with them. Um, And my dad, he watched, you know, uh, he watched, like, the Showtime Lakers. And growing up, like, my brother and I had Kobe, so that was that was just mm-hmm. kind of what we grew up doing. That's how we spent time together. That's how we bonded. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just very surreal to learn about it. Uh, I was driving to work on Sunday morning and, you know, my girlfriend told me that, you know, Kobe had passed away and we looked it up and we thought it was fake. And we realized that no, like it was actually true. And It was just one of those things that was really hard to believe, Um, especially for, like, someone like him, you know? Like, he just seems so untouchable, like, so invincible that, like, his passing just kind of hits a little bit harder,
0: you know? And you never think, like, your idols or or, or legends in in anything that you love will Mm -hmm. will ever go away, you know what I mean? Like, you got to think, like, we are in our mid to i'm gonna say mid-20s I'm, I'm maybe the oldest one here but we're, <laughs> we're, we're all fairly f- fairly young still mm-hmm. and for anybody that we've been following as kids they're still around you know what i mean like mm-hmm. these are people that we've looked up to posters on the wall our idols the people that we aspire to be we don't think of them as regular human beings we don't think that they're ever going to not be there when you need them to be, you know. Yeah. And as a kid growing up, like my personal appreciation of of Kobe Bryant and just what he's done for the NBA has been uncomparable. I'm I'm gonna put that out there. It's it's uncomparable, and and it, his influence has affected a generation that is currently it's the the millennials right it's the people that have the influence on social media it's the people that have the voice nowadays and mm-hmm. one of two things before i get into what you know what that influence means is one social media is a bitch sometimes it is it has it it is great but it is also the shittiest place on earth it is the the 13th planet where like after you're done with dealing with Uranus and you gotta go to that 13 planet, it's like a piece <laughs> of shit. Like that is social media. Like mm-hmm. there's something about it where I mean, Nate, you said it you already said it, like when you found when you heard it on the, the first places where you hear it is from social media, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, oftentimes you can't really trust TMZ, but unfortunately they happen to be right in the moment. But I want to diverge from this topic and keep things a little bit lighthearted because I know for a majority of you listeners, you come to this podcast and you hope to hear a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> that is typically what we talk about. Obviously, not what we just talked about, but continuing on further, I want to get more into you know the influence of sport now we all come from a nike background right Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that's where we all met we talked about that in in the previous episode which happened to do amazingly well shout out to everybody that has given me positive feedback that has been super into uh into our conversation and i think just in general where i want to start with this is let's let's just talk about the influence of sport and prior to this uh, this recording we we were talking to you Priscilla you're going to the fucking Super Bowl this Sunday
2: like that I know
1: I'm hyped yeah how do you really
2: how do you finesse those tickets first of all like how did you, you know, um, I just it's called couple, being a daughter
1: yeah. <laughs> dad's money no
0: that's what it is
1: I'm just a daddy's girl no I grew up like just watching football my entire life so would you
0: say that that's the that's the sport that's like the number one sport oh for for sure
1: in my life oh for sure it's football really hands down yeah wow yeah i know football more than any other sport
0: that's that's actually pretty impressive I, i don't know that sport to be most even for for guys it's it's a majority of the people that i know they're their most influential sports themselves and you so how do they how tailors to their life would probably be basketball
1: yeah i feel like that's totally true too most people that i know it's probably basketball but i just grew up around football and i love it i love everything about it
0: do you think of all sports and and i'll leave this as an open-ended question for the both of you do you think like of all sports basketball has the most influence nowadays or it has in the past
1: oh that's tough it definitely has a huge influence um I really just it probably maybe more depends on the person you know like there's so many different people who are doing good that are basketball players and people who are doing good that are football players or even hockey players or baseball players like it that's tough that's a tough question
2: I don't know yeah. I, I think so I think basketball I think basketball has one of the greatest impacts out of all the sports because, like, you know, you can't name another player like in you can't name a player in the NFL that, you know, people are lining up to wear their shoes like Michael Jordan or like, you know, like a Kobe or mm-hmm. whoever, like you name it. Like nobody's lining up to buy that's true, like a signature shoe of a mm-hmm. of an NFL star, you know, Um uh, mm-hmm. Not to say that they're like the NFL hasn't impacted like pop culture because obviously it has and Mm -hmm. other subcultures. But I think the NBA and basketball in general just holds a little bit more weight when it comes to like its impact on like the things that we consume, like like other Mm -hmm. things in our daily lives, you know, so.
0: Yeah. And I and and we're speaking through the lens of, of, you know, people that are, you know, Born and bred in America, we know that soccer, worldwide, is the biggest sport in like it's the biggest sport mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. um and yeah. that's that's uh, very very obvious. But I think in regards to basketball, there's there's a lot of different pieces to it that make it so influential in in regards to you know how we look at streetwear and. In, in, and even high fashion today. And that influence, is the word increment Exponentially increasing every year. And I want to talk about the influence of some of these brands. And I want to start with Nike because that's obviously where we come from. <laughs> um, and we're starting to see it a lot more lately where the focus is shifting from your traditional sports, which... I know that when we first started at Nike, they had tennis, they had mm-hmm. golf, mm-hmm. Um, they had a, I mean, they treated skateboarding as its 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 own department and in, in, in sport, um, running and training, things of that nature, but now you're starting to see it transcend more into basketball sportswear. And that's really all it is nowadays. Yeah, there is no focus on on the traditional what they would consider the traditional athlete, which for them they're what they hold highly regarded is the runner. But now, what they tailor their their marketing, what they tailor their products towards is towards the basketball player, the the pre and post game outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, what are guys' perspective on on sort of? that sort of translation of how how a brand like Nike has been focusing their efforts towards?
2: Uh, I mean, I think it just, it goes hand in hand with, you know, like I said earlier, like just the impact that basketball has. I think partly because it's it's a more democratic sport. Like I think most people understand basketball, whereas some other, like maybe other people don't get football in that Mm. same way, you know? Like, basketball is more of a global phenomenon than, like, American football is. Like, you're not going to go to, like, Brazil and expect them to understand, like, how the NFL works or, like, how even the game yeah. is played, you know? So, I think...
1: Even, like, with- nat- like w- leagues that are, like, international leagues for basketball are, are so much more well-known than football leagues that are
0: international. Right. do international I, are there international like football teams like actual football teams
1: well like i don't know i'm sure there's probably like some really small ones but that's exactly the point like we we don't know about them versus like we know more about international basketball leagues
0: i know of the xfl like was that's like the indoor like arena <laughs> yeah. type football like <laughs> the shit that's... that
2: they play on like spike tv <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> wow back in the day yeah <laughs> That's that's such a throwback, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, when we look at we look at basketball as a sport, um, it, it you're right. It is that understanding of the sport that makes it so easily digestible across so many different cultures. And mm-hmm. knowing basketball, that I would almost say, shit, it could almost be tied neck and neck for the the, the biggest the I would say the biggest fan of of, of the sport of basketball is probably China. Like in comparison to oh, America yeah. nowadays, I think that they just have this sort of like cult like following of 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 American uh, mm-hmm. that American sport that it transcends in in such a different way. But I want to focus on 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 all, all our personal experiences with sport. What what is your
2: you have a, a favorite sport moment personally? Ooh, like personally, like me playing sports. Yeah, or just Some, like in general.
0: In general, like something that you remember as a kid, that you experience yourself, like any any of any of the sort.
1: The most memorable moment for me was probably. Well, my mom was even telling me this this the other day. She was like, um, "She was like, your dad literally took you and your brother to." She's like, "Every single Sunday, we used to go to a Forty Nine er game, and sometimes sometimes even Monday night football games." And my dad was like. He, my dad would buy me and my brother, literally like all the candy, like all the types of like foods that you can get. Jesus, at like, my <laughs> yeah, my dad did spoil me and my brother. But it was like, I mean, not only was that memorable for me and my brother growing up and being able to go to those games, but like it was memorable for like my parents too. You know, like having to go like. Like that's a that was like a family tradition, you know. So like when we were little we would just go to a football game. And I remember being like sitting in front of like the gold rush cheerleaders, you know, and like just watching them perform and even that's memorable, you know.
0: So, so you're telling yeah. so, so you're so you're telling me you had um like like oh, field God. view <laughs> seats, like like <laughs> <laughs> damn near sideline. Is that what you're telling me?
1: <laughs> uh
0: where the hell are your seats at the Super Bowl?
1: <laughs> I don't honestly, my I don't know where these seats are though. I really don't know mm-hmm. where these seats are. But, Press um,
0: box. Um, <laughs> no. Shit. We're gonna no. see we're gonna see the pictures like on Monday. And we're just gonna be like, um you're like right behind Jimmy Garoppolo. Like <laughs> you could see this the back of this dude's head. <laughs> I'm like I'm right there with you because my personal experiences uh uh in in regards to sport my my the most the fondest moment I have with sports is garnered around the 49ers as well Mm -hmm. when I was shit the the picture makes me look like I was like maybe four or five but it was me and all of my dad's side of the family it's about a uh I don't know. It, it could be around 20, 25, 30 of us, and, and just the kids. And this was back in the day. And I remember looking at the, I, I see this photo all the time. It's in, it's in my parents' house somewhere, but we were all wearing some sort of 49ers gear, and we're taking a picture at like those like mall photo studio oh, places. Yeah. <laughs> and with like, the it, 90s. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's so retro, but the fact that like that is it it was like seemed like an old like gangbanger photo from like back in the day like it looked, it looked Whoa. like like this was something that we like we bled like the 49ers yeah. in in San Francisco and that's that's everything we're about and i remember mm-hmm. and i and i see this all the time and it it really drives the affinity for what I, not only just for the 49ers but just for being born and raised in the bay area like it's it's a mm-hmm. completely different mindset. Obviously, I'm sorry that for the past shit 12 plus years, we every Bay Area team has gone on to do something great. I mean, seriously. I, there's something in the water here, I guess. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> the um, Bay
1: Area is we're just so huge on sports out here. Like so huge
0: on sports out it's here. It's so weird because you know, uh, I I I I would have to do well now we are, but yeah, looking at it from maybe like when things were starting to boil up and looking at sports in in, in the Bay Area, there I don't I I didn't ever feel like there was that type of camaraderie around sports like when you're in the Bay, yeah. I Mm -hmm. I always thought that the areas that were like diehard were like New York, like Boston, like the East Coast, yeah, they got like like,
1: Patriots and and you know Green Bay and all that so, and
0: that's like that yeah. though because those franchises are so old it's like passed down to pass down and pass down and yeah. pass down so I understand that but I ne- I never felt that up until like maybe you know when the Giants won their first World Series like that's when well, I felt like all the teams like that
1: we have out here so on. like the Giants the Warriors uh for the 49ers even the Raiders like we're all such young teams yeah so like the people that like are our age are playing in those games right now.
0: It's true, actually.
1: So it's like we follow the people who are even the same age as us.
0: They're damn near which the is, same age it, as yeah,
1: us. Yeah, which is nuts to think about. What are but, we doing yeah. with our lives? <laughs> well, I'm five two, so I can't play nothing.
0: Uh, t- t- tennis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, um, curling. What
1: about uh, y'all? Huh? Huh? What's up with uh, that?
2: Archery.
0: Archery. <laughs> Yo, <know, laughs>
2: Olympic speed walking, kind of fire. Oh that require. Actually, no. You'd have to be kind of tall to to speed walk. <laughs> yeah, I can't sorry. be doing
0: that. Bolt. Miniature golf. No. Is that
1: this a no sport? <laughs> is, that,
0: is that a thing? <laughs> it's a sport. It's just not a recreational sport. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, just in, in regards to our experiences with sports, I think it goes deeper than just the actual playing of the sport or watching of the sport. I think you know, in, in the way that a lot of people talk about the 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 untimely passing of Kobe Bryant, they say life is short because there, there there's something about what sports does to a person, right? Mm-hmm. What sports teaches a person, what what inspires a person through sports, and I think what I think we we can all kind of agree on is that the sports that we play, the sports that we watch really affects who we are. And and especially if we grow up with that stuff, you know what I mean? They always say like when you're playing as a kid, you, 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 you learn how to, 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 to be a team player. You learn how to be confident. You learn how to take, take chances. Mm-hmm. You learn how to just be with other people. And those are, those are most people's like first interactions with other people was through sport um but moving into the world of of what fashion and streetwear lie within sport currently did that in any way affect the things that you guys wore or how you guys dressed or how you guys held yourselves up you know what i mean the sports that you guys love was there was was there that influence when it came to to like the early years of like Finding things to wear and finding yourself.
1: Oh, for sure. I think like the first pair of Jordans that I ever bought myself was, I think I was in, ooh, I think I was in eighth grade or it was like freshman year of high school and i was like i'm gonna get these pair it was the infrared sixes those are the first pair of jordans that i bought that myself your first what year was that yeah oh, i know that's why I, it was so long ago that's why i'm like i think it was like freshman year of high school and those were my first pair of jordans i bought myself and i was like I was I saved up for them. Then I was like, I'm going to get these because they're tight, you know. And I see all, like, basketball players wear them. And, like, everyone who, like, follows sports was, like, wearing them. So I was like, I want to get these. I want to be cool. That's a super
0: (laughs) underrated first shoe, actually. I know. That's really impressive.
1: (laughs) That was my first pair of Jordans.
0: (laughs) Damn. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, to be honest, I think a lot of people's first experience with, um, with the, the the sport of basketball especially if if you're if that's not something that you're that your family introduces you to your young is understanding who michael jordan is who understanding who mm-hmm. kobe Bryant is mm-hmm. and so like my first experiences with basketball that i can remember actually is isn't either of them it's it's, it's alan iverson like that's where mm-hmm. my influence in and even I, I'm a bit ashamed of it, but how I dressed at the time was due to watching and seeing how Allen Iverson dressed. I, I remember just yeah, getting hand-me-downs from my cousin who was playing basketball because I wasn't old enough yet and he would just pass me down all these like Reebok questions and, and the ones with the zipper and all these different uh alan iverson models because that's who he loves so i had no choice but to love it too or be like who is this okay like this is what you're giving me all right i'm, I'm a big fan of him too and I, and, and i hey, still what mm-hmm. break, break down the fit break down the fit real quick okay <laughs> Th- this this is like i was hyped okay so and all this stuff is currently hot right now so i, I will call myself a trendsetter in, in it in came this back case. in style. exactly exactly so i had I had the cargo pants, the utility cargo pants with the zippers around the knees to turn into shorts.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. shit. Yep.
0: The old Navy specials. The Old Navy specials. <laughs> 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 you, you couldn't pack those in back into a bag, though. That, it, it wasn't like that. Um, with the orange trim, they were fire. And, and, the and orange I, trim. And I had the, um, there were kind of like white Reebok questions with like the navy and the red. Like just, pff, crazy quick crazy <laughs> swag and and then i had get a hold of this i had the vintage dragon ball z t-shirt with the oh, okay. double sided prints you. I see you. Or it was like the import tuner t-shirts with like the crazy ass cars and dragons on them. It was it was one of those two things, but the fit was crazy. But those dragon crazy. tees were fire. I'm
1: hella imagining Ryan wearing that right now.
0: And spiky hair. You had spiky yeah, dude, I was just about to say that. You had like your show was gelled, like That's for so sure, 2000s. with like with like the like the super hard matte gel. So it was like you damn near look <laughs> like you just turned super sane when you stepped out. What was, was it not called? It move. was called like
2: L A like L A. It was what was that gel called? it was like L A. Not, not L A. Gear L A. Nah, it was like L <laughs> A. LA style. style yeah. I think it was L A. Style. It was sold. It and was and like and it bright like, blue yeah. or like green. <laughs>
0: Like, you didn't, you did not know what ingredients were in that. It did not look natural. And, uh, probably, was probably fucking up people's scalps. But, but, but yeah, I mean, that, that, that is my first experiences when it comes to, um, to, I mean, obviously, that's not what Allen Iverson wore or dressed because if we were to go into like the first year of like middle school or high school, now let me break down that fit for you real quick because I know Nate probably dressed like this. And I mean, Priscilla, if you are wearing sixes in, in ninth grade, you probably dressed like this too. <laughs> but we're talking like t shirts down to the ankles, we're talking live strong wristbands in every single colorway. Oh,
1: gosh, jeans right. that were
0: like. Fifteen size is too big for us. That was that, and whatever basketball shoe that we had at the time, and the, and that for was sure. that was the jeans fit. with
2: like a thirty-eight inch inseam with so a this rubber was band. Like, maybe to the like two thousand four Wayne. Yeah, yeah, two thousand four little Wayne
0: with the with the hat that's like a size eight and a half for no yeah. damn reason. <laughs> <laughs> for oh, sure, damn. exactly, exactly. But I want I, w- I want to talk about. Um, the influence of the athlete, right? Because mm-hmm. nowadays everyone's, everyone's an influencer and, 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 athlete, athletes even more. So, um, I think as an athlete in, in today's age, you have to have, uh, an amazing social media presence to stay relevant. Sometimes mm-hmm. people suck at basketball or suck at whatever sport that they play in, but happen to be the most famous within that sport. Odell Beckham Jr. Um, but, but I, I want to talk <laughs> no about cap. I want to I want to talk about people like him. I want to talk about people like Russell Westbrook. I want to talk about people like PJ Tucker. Right, like we we're talking about people mm-hmm. who who may not be the best on the court, be the best on the field, but have that the, 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 this great influence online in regards to their style and, and 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 the clothes and the shoes that they wear and own. Can you guys help me uh, and help the listeners understand? Like, what is what is that correlation between like the stars of the past, the stars of today, and, and 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 the differences between
2: like who they were back in the day versus who they are now? Are you talking about like the same, like for instance, like Russell Westbrook, like who he was when he was younger versus who he is now? No, or? I mean,
0: I mean, like the the stars of today, the OBJs, Russell Westbrook. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's the catwalk to the pregame. It's it's whatever they're wearing into the into the stadium and then you look at mm-hmm. the the athlete of of the 80s and the 90s where it was just it was all about the game like what's the difference in terms of influence because we love them in the in the 90s we loved who they were in the 90s but for some reason the athletes of today they just have so much more influence
2: in in general yeah i mean that the, the internet like it's you know like in the 90s athletes were able to live somewhat more of a private life but now it's like Mm -hmm. you can go you can talk to an athlete directly through social media or whatever like somebody go like did you see that video of lamar jackson uh doing instagram live with a kid while he was in class no oh my gosh and then he he like hands the phone to or he's like talking to the kid's teacher Oh, but it's like it's like stuff like that you know it's like
1: Yeah, you can be like in direct contact with them.
2: Right. Like they're so much more accessible, and I think that's why they wield so much influence. You know, like nobody was really paying attention to what I don't know, like a Joe Montana or like an OJ Simpson or like They were paying attention to what OJ Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking
0: about? For other for other reasons. reasons.
2: Okay, got it. But not for Shout out to the Judge Man. Yeah, (laughs) wait, so did he do it or not? So
0: when we talk about the influence of athletes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, continue your point. (laughs) No, but I think, you know, we talk about it in every episode and I think it's just, you know, the thread that is woven into every conversation that we have and that the world is a more connected place and obviously athletes had. A huge influence on culture during the '90s, but going into the 2000s, it just increased exponentially. Um, so I yeah, think that's once the main the reason. Just blew yeah, up. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it and it's so it's so much different because it's it's very similar to how Hollywood used to work back in the in the, in the '80s and '90s. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the only time you see those people is on the big screen. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a kid at the time, you don't have the money to go to say say you're a fan of, of a team that plays on the opposite side of the country. you don't have the money or the or the funds to to go watch that team to go see your star star quarterback. you just have the box of cereal that he's on and that's the closest that's the closest that you get to these people nowadays. You don't mm-hmm. understand who they're. Who they're dating, you know, uh, any of their personal lives—that that wasn't something that you got to experience. So they, that's why people, when they look at people of the uh, players of the '90s, of the '80s, and even of the early 2000s for 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 the younger people that are, that are listening before social media, you look at these people like deities, like gods, because you don't know anything about them. You only know mm-hmm. what you see on the screen, mm-hmm. and which at the time obviously was a great benefit to the players because whatever they did outside of it didn't really matter cuz nobody was uh, had the opportunity to pull out their phone to record them doing it.
1: Yeah, they just wanted to see them play.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And 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 that influence alone changed so many people's lives in regards to you know who they wanted to become i want to be like mike i want to be like kobe things of that nature but i think the influence of today's athlete they have to be well-rounded they have to be everything to everyone now and Yeah,
1: i don't know if it's like we just expect that out of them you know because they have a big Platform, like, do we expect I them think to, so.
0: to do these things? I think so. When you have mm-hmm. someone who's like the poster child of all athletes, like LeBron James, who's well versed in everything, um he mm-hmm. he he knows how to how to talk. He his philanthropy is is crazy. He's whatever the best player in the world. You expect every professional athlete to be able to be well versed to be given back just as much money and, and if they're not then there's something wrong with them and, and there's mm-hmm. public scrutiny based around them uh, but we can go more into the, the 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 negative aspect of of what a celebrity is in terms of an athlete today but i want to talk about that influence in regards to in in, in regards to fashion you know russell westbrook and acne studios obj and nike these mm-hmm. are things that that them alone who have no past background in fashion they've never owned a brand they've never worked at a brand or probably never even worked retail what makes yeah. what 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 makes them these 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 people of importance when it comes to
2: to fashion what what, what makes them important i think it's it's more so their persona than anything you know with like someone like Russell Westbrook, you know, he's he has that sort of attitude about him that's very, it's almost, you know, it's very, very streetwear in the sense that he doesn't really care about what anybody else thinks. He's just going to do his own thing. And I think that's what mm-hmm. makes him an interesting character, both on and off the court. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's why he appeals to, you know, the fashion crowd and also you know, different uh, fashion labels because that's something that's like a powerful image to get behind. Someone who doesn't necessarily care about what other people thinks and is just gonna walk their own line.
0: Yeah, if that makes sense. And my guy was wearing a, a inflatable wrath vest, like it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't care. You know what I mean? Like, you don't care. He's one of the most outspoken uh, dressers that I have ever seen. To be honest, oh
1: for sure, yeah, me too.
0: Lil Nas X is is pretty well dressed as well, but that's that's not within the rules.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but I think like with I think with Obj, you know, it's the same sort of thing. Like you know him to be this sort of you know I don't know I don't know how to explain him. He just has this air of like cool about him, you know. Like he's he's always like pulling out a new dance move on the field like he just seems like somebody who's in tune with what's going on like somebody who's
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know just ab- like about it okay so i think that's yeah
0: honest question or mm-hmm. I-, I want honest answers here do you have to be good at the sport if you're a professional athlete um to have influence in
2: the sport for sure i think so i mean for the most part yes. Uh mm-hmm. I mean, if you're in the NBA and you're earning, like, $500,000, you're riding the bench the entire season, you know, you're not likely going to have as much influence as, like, a LeBron James, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, in terms of in terms of, like, the influence on fashion and streetwear or just in general? In general.
0: Like, can you suck at the sport and still... Have have no rings, no championships, no records, no leading in anything, and still
2: be a very influential character in the sport that you play. I mean, like, Brian Scalabrini, he was... Actually, no, he was great. He was... Are we... (laughs) He was amazing. Are we laughing with him or at him? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I don't know. I mean, like, hey, props to that guy. He's, you know, he did his thing. Like everybody has their place you know we can't all be Michael Jordan like some of us yeah. just gotta you know who's the guy on the Lakers right now who's who's about to get
0: on to well he didn't make all star but who is everyone voting for for, uh, for all
2: star what's his name wait on the Lakers yeah I don't know I haven't been following the all star oh my so. god come
1: on Nate you're supposed to be the Look, Laker fan
2: Why been on the, white, the white Look. dude oh uh Alex Caruso yeah yeah, laughing. Laughing. yeah, yeah he's he's his name, are we laughing with him <laughs> no he's a, no he's a good player like he's i saw like a
1: meme. he knows how to short all
2: right <laughs> <laughs> whatever laker fan <laughs> over here
1: yeah quote unquote laker fan.
2: i saw like a i saw like a fake meme that he was like dating i think uh Courtney Kardashian or some shit like that. <laughs> Come on,
1: You one of those people? And I almost wow. believed it for a second.
2: I was like, "All right, for sure." Shade. What? It's not. I mean, he's balding, but sure, man. Like- you want you follow the Shade Room? That's that's where you <laughs> yeah. get your news from. <laughs> no, nah, I don't. Room. I refuse to follow them. Actually, I like that's-
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go check Instagram right now, <laughs>
2: <laughs> And then you refresh it. Do they follow Shade Room? <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Damn, why god expose me? Like Let's see,
1: shade room, the shade room. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if Nate follows them. Oh god,
0: go ahead check. <laughs> oh god.
1: <laughs> okay, he's clear. He's clear, y'all.
0: Negative. No, nah, but go check it and see if he follows Perez Hilton, though.
1: I'll <laughs> be oh, for sure. Do I don't even have to check to know that he does yeah. that. Is,
2: is that dude still around? What is? <laughs> yeah, he's still, everybody hates him. <laughs> he's still gossiping, still gossiping. <laughs> really? Am I using he's the like correct TMZ, pronouns? Though. I don't know. I don't know what TMZ
1: the fr- is. Just it's just like shit. You just don't believe. But
2: They're I mean, like nonsense. they happen to be right about everything. Somehow,
0: it's crazy. Somehow, they 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 they've bugged every phone in the world. I feel like. Oh
1: yeah, yep.
0: All right, mm-hmm. let's talk some of our favorite sports collabs. I mean, when I when I think about uh sporting collabs, we we look at very pivotal sports moments. And uh, we some of my favorites obviously is dealing with like NBA All-Star Week. Some of the best releases come out around that time. Um always exclusives in regards to things that revolve around Super Bowl, championships player editions get released player editions get leaked you know all of these first time wears everything like that if we were to look at every sports moment across all sports I mean you can name your favorite basketball shoe your favorite skate shoe your favorite soccer boot um football cleat and yes I got all of those correct with the correct terminology (laughs) what would you say your favorite is Ooh. Mm. So you could co- first, you could do a cop out I mean, and say your favorite Jordan if you want.
1: <laughs> I think the first thing that the first thing that comes to my mind was definitely. Uh, it may not be my favorite, but the first one that pops into my mind was the Serena Williams and off white collab like i don't even play tennis but i love serena williams and i love what she did with off-white and like during that whole time that she was collabing with them like it was just such an emotional state for her Mm -hmm. you know so like to see her like you know break down on her wins and 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 look and dress the way that she could on the court because she wanted to look like that, you yeah. know. Like that's that's amazing. Like I, she looked beautiful, and I loved everything about it, you know. I don't even play tennis, like I said, but I <laughs> I would totally wear what she's wearing.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I feel I think when you when you speak of that about that one in particular, and and we'll come back to that in a second. <clears throat> but I want to talk about sort of. That transition in, in regards to people buying the signature models versus buying, you know, their sportswear versions that are a little bit more hyped up. But, Nate, you go. Name your
2: favorite. Uh, It's not necessarily a collaboration, but, you know, since we're talking, since we touched on the sub- subject earlier, um, for Kobe Bryant's last season, Nike dropped a collection of uh, retros of his performance sh- like, each of his performance models. And it was oh, called yeah. the uh, Fade to Black Collection, which yeah. I just remembered recently. Um, and each shoe was essentially, like, a different shade. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a if you put them all together, it was, like, a, a gradient mm-hmm. of, uh, like, different colors. And I thought that was, like, that was an interesting concept to do. I mean, like, you, you haven't seen that done with any other athlete mm-hmm. in like sports like no other company no other athlete has had the opportunity to do something on that scale so i think that was that was a really well put together um collection that's a good point you know nike basketball used to be the shit yeah i mean there's Mm -hmm. a there's a point in like 2000 what 2010 to maybe 2013 or 14 when you know nike like performance basketball shoes were selling out Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were almost they were almost like the Nike SBs of that like three year span. No, that 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 is a very good point because prior mm-hmm. prior
0: to like that mid two thousands, you're looking at things like, um, I mean, people are playing in 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 the in the the Michigan Fab Five type shoes. You know what I mean? And then once you trans transition into like that mid two thousands, you're starting to see like. 2K4, Hirashis, Hyper Dunks, um, mm-hmm. LeBron silhouettes start to come out. And, and then Kobe starts to introduce like, hey, like all basketball shoes don't have to be like large, bulky and high top. Like here's a low top, like go play basketball in a low top, which was at the time people were just Crazy. like, are you serious? Like, yeah. <laughs> this is what people are gonna wear which is like if you think about what people wear now like that's what a majority of people wear is mm-hmm. low top basketball shoes but
2: man those 2k4 harachis were so good yeah <laughs> yeah they were fire i think yeah i had a i had like a white and silver colorway and then i had like a white gray and black colorway i was in middle school when those came out so Bro, i'm so mad that i didn't buy more or, no of those. 2k4s no that i was in fourth grade East Bay had yeah. everything. And we're Dude, just looking yeah, at East it like yeah. had everything. Can we yeah, talk I, about how great East Bay was for, for, <laughs> for sure? <laughs> the millennial athlete. I, I remember, know. I remember like I couldn't, you know, I was in elementary school, so obviously I didn't have money. Like I wasn't working. Um, mm-hmm. And my parents would never buy me like <laughs> shoes, like Jordan's at least. So I would go to East Bay and I would try to find dunks that. Had like an identical colorway to like Ooh. Jordan 1's. So in, I think in 5th grade, I had like some Carolina blue dunk mids. The dunks with mids? the strap, like the, vel- yeah, the Velcro strap. Ew.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bro. <Right. laughs> you had mids. <mittens. laughs> the colorway yeah. was fire
2: though. It was like a Carolina blue like dunk. Like mm-hmm. white Carolina blue. Had the matching Foot Locker tee. Had i some like <laughs> had the matching live strong band like drip. it was fire but yeah east that bay was drip. like that was like heaven at the, like going to the mall or at, like uh no wait that was copeland sorry ooh but east bay too do you
0: remember copeland's copeland's was a good one i think Cop- that yeah. I, I don't know if that's a, a a california thing or not but i think so it, it might have been i mean you guys probably had like dick sporting goods just think of that but like one that had really good product in it Mm -hmm. yeah for sure East Bay was like like a child's like first experience of like window shopping, like going in mm-hmm. there with with the pen and just circling stuff, for, like when you had to get when you had to get them the, the school fits, like one <laughs> one pair of shoes, like a couple Nike tees. They had LRG and started to have streetwear at some point, like oh yeah, like in the very back, so crazy. And they had yeah. like I remember because that would be your version of of like the lookbook or the the, the preview like the product preview mm-hmm. um, that was like online shopping
2: back then yeah essentially. and mm-hmm. blogs that was kind of yeah. like blog your because your yeah, they
1: had more than just shopping on there too
0: oh yeah they did have articles and stuff
2: yeah
1: they did i That's remember because so I, I used to read up on like new like if a new shoe when a new shoe was coming out or something yeah like when a release date was for Jordan or something
2: do they still exist? Like I feel like I've I've gotten their catalogs up until a few years ago. I don't think the, don't the paper catalogs wrong? exist anymore,
0: but the website's still around. The website's still for strong, sure probably for still running, sure. sure. yeah. For sure.
2: Damn, I wonder what they got on there right now. <laughs> Damn.
0: Probably trash to be honest. Just a yeah. bunch of Team Jordans. But let me yeah. let me think about <laughs> let me think about my personal shoe. Well, I can't oh man. It it, it might come d- it's definitely a jordan and i think the the one that stands very like that 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 i'm very fond of would probably be the 11s i Mm i the first time i had the opportunity to to get a pair of jordan 11s it was for my birthday and i think this was right when i was starting to get into like Understanding, like, oh my god, like, I don't have to wear blank t shirts anymore. There's like these brands that are really cool that I like, and that's like when I started wearing Stucy and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. But the first pair I got, I got for my birthday, and I specifically told my parents to order it from this site because it was cheaper and uh, it was from China. <laughs> <And> so <Ryan>. <laughs> <laughs> I told my parents to actually buy me three pairs because it equated to one real pair. Oh and my goodness! So what I got in the mail was uh, bread elevens. Olo- was just about ass. Olympic sevens, and some. Uh, I think there were steel tens, the white and black and gray ones. And mm. I had all three pairs in. Destroyed boxes, which I thought were the real boxes, because I assumed they were retro. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I got all three of them for two hundred dollars. And I remember wearing the Elevens to school one day, and from afar, somebody was like,
1: "And Jordan was like upside down, huh?"
0: No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) He had like the big, big, big thighs on him. He was doing like a layup instead of dunking it. (laughs) (laughs) He was breaking the shit. no but he. it was after like a day and and you know the little back 23 the little white print on the heel started to rub off and one of my friends oh, yeah. called me out and said yo those are fake without even getting like eye level to the shoes and he just like <laughs> saw them from like <laughs> he was looking at me and said that they were fake like you haven't even gone down there to look at them, but he just he just knew it just by by how it looked and until and that since that day i don't think i mean not that i know at least willingly i i I haven't had a pair of fake shoes but that's what really got me into wanting to learn more about the shoes that i bought especially when when i was in that little jordan phase but Mm -hmm. that was the shoe
2: the most important shoe kids in that era were so ruthless like i remember in the cafeteria at school like the other kids would make you take off your shoes to see if they were fake or not, just what to make place them they, is like. This? Just <laughs> serious? <laughs> Who's doing that to you? <laughs> they'd be like, "Oh, your shoes are fake. Take them off. Let me see." And then they'd like inspect your shoe with like a fine tooth, <laughs> fine tooth comb. What? And, then, and like, if they didn't believe that your shoes were fake, like you just got, you just got capped on like the rest of the day. We get why you try to get fits off now like you are <laughs> you've been uh, they just
1: became hella defensive <laughs>
0: you've been trained man that's crazy
2: <laughs> you gotta come correct otherwise you know it's, pressure it's makes scary diamonds, world. i guess yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i want to talk about the future of sport just to, to to cap the episode off man like we're looking at at the mixture of sportswear which sportswear is just like a, a synonymous term to say basketball soccer football skateboarding influence onto the clothes that you're about to wear this is pre-game post-game shit during game whatever it's just another coin term for that um for people that don't know the general term for sportswear but we're looking at the future of a, a streetwear in fashion now and we're looking at brands whose heritage originate from the love of sport right some of the brands Mm -hmm. that are super obvious when it comes to their love for the sport is brands i mean this might be an la specific thing but like a hall of fame undefeated is known for all of their sports references and their Mm -hmm. that the aesthetic based around sport um some of my favorites personally now um just in in terms of how they've collaborated with brands like adidas is like a bristol studios that's that is taking, you know, the kits and the 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 soccer attire and bringing that into a very sportswear sportswear feel. But who are some of the brands that you feel like are the are the future of sport, the future of sportswear, and and who are doing it well? Oh,
1: man. Hmm.
2: I think like good.
1: No, go ahead, Nate.
2: No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: <laughs> no go ahead no i'm gonna just
2: no, g- go fine. ahead again <laughs> 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 no but i think uh a lot of the times outdoor brands get overlooked as sportswear even though they're geared towards like a sports consumer for instance like north face mm-hmm. geared say, towards like, like, duck hunting is a sport <laughs> yeah shooting shoot game sure a sport. is a sport yo working construction that's a sport <laughs> if i've ever seen one shit <laughs> it, it really you is you ever seen the iron man challenge like they're lifting yeah. they're play exactly. with tires sledgehammer Yeah, they I mean, yeah, they're doing that shit. <laughs> but I think brands like The North Face um obviously, you know, they're an outdoor apparel company that you know f- focuses primarily on people who go hiking and skiing and snowboarding and stuff like yeah. that. But uh Still a
0: sport, I that. Yeah. Spec- yeah.
2: But I think they're pushing the envelope when it comes to you know, dipping their foot in the streetwear fashion space. You know, they did a collaboration mm. with Dead, Their ongoing collaboration with Supreme. Um, well,
1: even North Face has the purple label. Like, that yeah, more streetwear. That. Yeah. That's so much yeah. more streetwear than just their regular North Face.
2: Stuff. Well, that's actually not their brand. They just license it. But okay, oh, but go off. It's more Ow. streetwear. <laughs> <Shh>. Ouch!
1: <laughs> it's more streetwear. They put their name on it.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. Fight. Fight fight, <laughs> fight. fight. It's too late. <laughs> it's
0: too- <laughs> It's like I ain't even gonna prove my point. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You got that. You, uh, you got Mace that. Is
1: drunk right now.
0: I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> it's, it's like 1am right now. No nah, but seriously like so, like these brands are, are 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 sort of highlighting sport more than ever like the basketball is the new bear brick nowadays like that is the, the, what everyone tries to collaborate on. That is what everyone tries to reflect as the essence of their brand. Um, Kith, Fear of God, like their mm-hmm. their aesthetic is based around sport and, and the love for sport and just just in general, like the clad Don Don C is a, is a prime example of like. Trash.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah.
0: Oh my god, dude! Don't hate on Don C. It's too late for that. What? Dude, like everybody. Okay,
1: so when Doncie like first came out and was like popping, like everybody was wearing those like snapbacks and like the basketball shorts that said Doncie on them.
0: Let's uh, let's not get let's not get it twisted.
2: The the, the snapbacks were hot for a second. <laughs> okay, name w- name the last good thing that Doncie did. He, did he make those <laughs> It's quiet. It's quiet, wait, bro. Did he make It's
0: he dumb make, quiet? Wait, who made the pink twos? Oh, that's Vashti. Alright, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, That's Vashty. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Open I mean, and shut case. Yeah. I don't wanna end I don't want I don't wanna end the episode Barna Don C. That's kind of <laughs> mean. Let
1: him live. Let him live.
0: If somebody give me a brand that that that's killing it in regards to Anything closely related to support.
2: Oof.
1: I know right now. Oh,
0: shit. I mean, I'm loving everything Adidas and Palace is doing. Obviously, we talked about in the fire, previous episode. Yeah, that yeah that's All that stuff fire. is always really good. And that's the one where they're getting soccer right. I mean, not only yeah. are they actually... Wearing the jerseys on the field, <laughs> like which is insane. But another one you guys probably know of and probably understand, like the influences uh, of basketball. And I mean, they've built a handful of courts in in Europe, is Pagal. Like that's a f- mm-hmm. that's a fire mm-hmm. one in how they approach oh, yeah. it every year. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, get the flex button ready. <laughs> go ahead,
2: man. Talk about how you all walk right, Nate. What you gotta say? Got a lookbook <laughs> on one of the courts in in Paris. Go ahead. <laughs> Never mind. You just. You ruined it for me. Go ahead.
1: You just told the whole story. You just told Nate's whole story.
2: I think that was <sighs> the point. All right. How about, how about, okay.
0: <laughs> how about we end the episode on a good note then? Let's talk about, we're going to start it with Kobe and we're going to end it with Kobe. Let's talk about our favorite Kobe moment. Ooh. Favorite Kobe moment. Favorite Kobe moment. Favorite There's Kobe so shoe. Favorite ones. Kobe commercial. Whatever. Name one. Favorite uh, Kobe pop culture moment. Whatever.
2: Favorite Kobe shoe, I think, for me, it's like the Kobe 7. The Kobe 7 for performance, like one of the most comfortable basketball shoes I've ever played in. The Adidas Kobe, was it 2s? 2s. Two. Like the space shoes. <laughs> the, the Robo Those are crazy, like aesthetic-wise. Boots. Yeah. Those are just so interesting to me. But um, I think one of my favorite kobe moments was i think it was what was it it was it was that commercial that he did with kanye kanye I, that was yes, such a good i
1: one. love that one that one's hilarious yes yeah, that was a good, That's one. a good one yeah
2: but yeah. yeah that yeah i don't know like my favorite sports moment i guess would be watching like the 2009 Finals against the Celt, or no, 2010 Finals against the Celtics. Ooh, that's actually a good both, because they both both of them went to Game Seven, and it was just like it was just I don't know. That like was a good the stress, time for basketball. Yeah, the stress, the sweating, the. <laughs> What sweaty. else, bro? <laughs> like the, the vomiting, the nausea, the indigestion. Yeah. Like,
0: what else happened to you while you're watching? It sounds a game? like the side
2: effects, like list for like an antidepressant or something. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah I can't watch games with you, man. Like, could have to watch it in a different room. May cause risk of suicide. <laughs> I think my
0: favorite Kobe moment would probably be, and this is when Nike was doing some amazing campaigns, like in general. Like this was before they started to get. And I mean, no shade to Nike; they do amazing marketing, amazing commercials. But this is before they started to to turn every commercial into like um like a think piece. But I think the the one that w- really stood out is when he jumped over the Aston Martin. Like oh, yeah, he like jumped over commercial. the car. Mm-hmm. At, when I was a kid, I thought that was real, and I thought that there's no way a human being can do that, and that is my most. That's the fondest Kobe moment. So you're telling That's me that was real. Good one. That's the one I remember. <laughs> like I said, I was I was an Iverson fan. I was it's Iverson really
1: in your imagination, Nate. You can't like, t-
0: you can't tell me that you, th- there are things that you saw as a kid that you thought were real, but are obviously fake to this day. So, like what? Uh, pff, I don't know. Um, how old were you when you watched the Blair Witch Project?
2: oh gosh Uh, i was in like high school when i seen that so i knew that was fake already oh my
0: god well there's gonna be something that we come across that you thought was real and still (laughs) even to this day you think it's still real
2: (laughs) i don't think so Mm -hmm. i'm
0: a very skeptical person this is true. We can tell. This is very true. <laughs> I think the audience can too. All right P you got you got a you got a favorite Kobe moment. Favorite, favorite Kobe. I shoot. I was
1: gonna I, I was gonna say the Kanye West and Kobe commercial. Which one was that? Thought, was
0: that the system? Yeah. Something he was like, like yeah, Kobe he was
1: mm-hmm. He was standing I think, Kobe was in the or Kanye was in the crowd and then Kobe was on the stage and they were just going back and forth with each other.
0: That's a good one. I like yeah. that one
1: i just remember that one being so funny when i first watched it
0: i think i think he was i mean in terms of one of the most marketable people um on the nike lineup i, I definitely think that anything that he was in was yeah probably he just has the that best. charisma yeah and i think that's what a lot of people will remember him by and i think that our mo our uh our fondest moments of him are probably a lot of other people's fondest moments of, of Kobe as well. So to end off the episode, obviously, we want to thank you guys for listening to episode 104. We appreciate the likes, the follows, the comments. Please follow us at No Chance Radio on all social platforms. Go listen to us on SoundCloud. We are. Oh, my God. We are killing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, any sponsorships i want to hit us up i've been looking at yerba mate i really want them to sponsor oh yeah can we get that's sour- a, that sounds, co- a coconut water sounds kind of cool also <laughs> yes. so if you guys have any plugs please email us that'd be super nice we, we get parts on this episode man it's a lot of talking it's like an hour straight um especially all the banter that that shit can get exhausting <laughs> yeah. but thank you guys for listening and we will catch you on the next one peace